The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is The Sound of Speed on Peach Booster Radio, and I'm your host, Sam. Here to recap a busy weekend of racing with Formula One in Germany, the Verizon IndyCar Series hit the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course, the NASCAR Xfinity Series would hit the track at the Iowa Speedway Saturday night, and the NASCAR Camping Old Truck and Spring Cup Series would hit the track in Pocono for a wet weekend of racing. I'll get things rolling with Formula 1 in Germany as the series took to the Hockenheim Ring for the German Grand Prix. It would be German Nico Rosberg that would take the pole in qualifying, but for the second straight race, would be slow off the starting line, handing the lead to the teammate Lewis Hamilton before the field hit turn one. Rosberg would drop to fourth by the end of the opening lap behind the Red Bulls of Daniel Ricciardo and Max Verstappen. Hamilton would command the race from that point on with the Red Bulls giving chase. Rosberg's bad luck would continue when he would be given a five-second time penalty from the race stewards after forcing Verstappen off track while fighting for third. Hamilton would hold on to the lead for the entire event, going on to score his sixth win in seven races and taking the driver's points lead in the championship standings. Teammates Daniel Ricciardo and Max Verstappen would take the final two podium steps. The Verizon IndyCar Series would hit the track at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course for the running of the Honda Indy 200 at Mid-Ohio. Will Power looked like the car to beat all day long until a restart on lap 66 that would give Simon Paginot the opportunity to get around Power. Paginot would get around his fellow Penske driver on the restart. From there on, Paginot just had to wait for Connor Daly to hit pit road for fuel before taking the lead. Cruising through the final six laps, Simon Pagenaud would cruise to win number four of 2016, followed by teammate Will Power and Carlos Munoz taking the final podium step. The NASCAR Xfinity Series would hit the track in Iowa for the U.S. Cellular 250. It would be Daniel Suarez that would snag the pole in qualifying, but teammate Eric Jones would have the dominant car of the night, taking the lead from Suarez on lap one and wrestling away the lead from Ty Dillon with just 15 laps remaining Saturday night. Jones would be able to regain the lead and go on to get win number three of 2016, securely locking his team into the inaugural Xfinity Series chase. The NASCAR Camping World Truck Series would be in Pennsylvania for the running of the Pocono Mountains 150. Rookie sensation William Byron would have the truck to beat yet again as Byron would dominate in Pocono, leading 44 out of 60 laps en route to his fifth win in his first Camping World Truck Series season in his number 9 KBM Toyota Tundra. Here's what the young rookie had to say following his fifth career win. Um, today was just about a uh, great race team behind me and just, just have, bringing a fast truck to the racetrack and doing our homework. So that was, that was step number one, and uh, we knew this race was going to come down to restarts um, just from the last couple years and seeing what's happened. And luckily we were in the right positions. We got the right brakes. Um, there were a lot of cautions. I would have liked for, the, for there to be a few more, but I felt like it helped us save a little bit of fuel. fuel and then we got to that last restart and were able to, to drive away. So just can't thank Liberty University enough and uh, Toyota and, and Rudy and all these guys that are putting all the effort into this. The NASCAR Spring Cup Series would be in Pocono for the Pennsylvania 400. The race was scheduled to get rolling Sunday afternoon, but persistent rain in the area would force NASCAR to push the race forward to Monday before the cars got to turn a lap on track Sunday. Martin Truex Jr. would snag the pole in qualifying Saturday, leading the field down to the drop of the green flag Monday morning. It would be Truex Jr. that would bring out the first yellow flag of the day when he would lose a right front tire heading into turn two, slamming the outside wall, scattering debris across the track, and forcing Truex to pit road for repairs early on in the race. Truex would have the same issue return, this time losing his right front tire, diving into turn one. Truex would receive enough damage from this incident to end his day just 60 laps shy of the finish. 
While racing inside of the top 15, Joey Logano and Chase Elliott would get together coming out of turn 2. Elliott would be trying to make a pass on Logano when the 24 would have the rear end step out, sliding Elliott up into Logano, sending both of those cars into the outside wall, with Elliott sliding back across the track, hitting the inside wall. Logano would hit pit road for repairs, but Elliott had to hit the garage for repairs, ending his shot at a strong run just shy of the finish. The final yellow flag of the day would fly due to the lack of visibility. As the race neared its close, fog began to roll over the Pocono Speedway, making it nearly impossible to see while racing inches apart, approaching speeds of over 200 miles an hour. NASCAR was forced to throw the yellow flag while Chris Buescher would be leading during a round of green flag pit stops. The cars would be pulled onto pit road where drivers waited patiently for NASCAR to call them back to their cars just when everyone was told to seek shelter because of severe weather in the area. At this point, NASCAR would make the call that the race was over, handing 2016 Xfinity Series champ Chris Buescher his very first NASCAR Spring Cup Series win. Brad Keselowski would come home in second, Regan Smith third, teammates Kevin Harvick and Tony Stewart would round out the top five in the Pennsylvania 400. Here's what series rookie Chris Buescher had to say after he captured his first win in the NASCAR Spring Cup Series. It's uh, pretty awesome. It's a pretty good company as well. So it's a pretty pretty wild day. Um, pretty uh, pretty eventful weekend. A lot of things worked out really well there at the end and um, some things that I uh, thought were, were heading in the wrong direction when I uh, cut a rear tire down just trying to, uh, to avoid a wreck and you know, we, uh, we ended up in, in a good spot there at the end, and you know, made uh, Bob made a good call to hold out on the weather and, and make sure that you know we could uh, run as far out on fuel as we possibly could, and it worked out uh, worked out really well. The weather got here just when we needed it to. Points as NASCAR heads to Watkins Glen. Brad Keselowski leads Kyle Busch, Carl Edwards, Jimmy Johnson, and Matt Kenseth rounds out the top five in points in the NASCAR Spring Cup Series drivers' point standings. Brad Keselowski found himself in second when NASCAR made the race official. Here's what the driver of the number two Ford Fusion had to say post race. Yeah, um, you know, definitely a, an odd weekend, uh, long weekend, uh, and Monday and so forth. But, uh, you know, we were really competitive this weekend. I was really happy to be running up front. Um, uh, I thought you know, there were probably two or three cars that were really, really strong and kind of stood out, and we were one of them. So uh, great call by my crew chief, Paul Wolf, and, and getting the strategy right and knowing that we had a lot of speed uh, and maximizing that for certain situations. And we hit the green flag pit cycle perfectly uh, to take advantage and, uh, what was going to take the the lead for us and, and hopefully give us the uh, prime opportunity to win the race. Unfortunately, a cloud came rolling in just kind of at the, the right or wrong time, however you want to look at it, to box us out. And uh, we're going to end up you know, finishing second today. So um, we needed about three more laps on that cloud. It is what it is, though. So we'll, uh, we'll take a second, I guess, and move on. But uh, this is one of those uh, what could have been uh, races. Join me Sunday to get set up for the cheese at 355 from the Watkins Glen International Raceway as the NASCAR Spring Cup Series gears up for its final road course race of 2016. I'll get you set up with everything you need to know just hours before the green flag is set to fly. Until then, you can head on over to the Sound of Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week. Before I go, I'd like to thank Beach Booster Radio. Without them, the sound of speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Saga Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page where you can find the latest edition of The Sound of Speed and all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Be sure to check out the blog where you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store for free and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. 
That's about it for tonight. Don't forget to join me Sunday to get set up for the Cheese at 355 from the Watkins Glen International Raceway. Until then, thanks for listening, and have a great week, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.